Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey, Better Together with Maria Menunos fans. It's me, Mr. Maria Menunos, subbing once again for my beautiful and talented wife um, here in uh, on the East Coast. Kelsey Alexander Meyer, our producer. And when I work with her, my co host, <laughs> I can't do this alone. I need my wide receiver. I need my running back. Thank you. I'm here for you. Hello. Kev. Kelsey is in Los Angeles. That's right. And uh, so, not only to continue to underwhelm you, not only um, do you just have to deal with little old me today, uh, you also don't have a guest. <laughs> That's right. We got this. It's our so, Monday chat show. So it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. And uh, I'm in the middle of a, you know, as I continue to transform my life to, uh, to a new place at a new time, um, I'm uh, renovating uh, a part of my foundation, which is, you know, um, my place of the East Coast here, which we spend a lot of time in. And uh, it will kind of bring me around to what we'll go over today. Um, I, you know, I hate to use the word comeback because I know, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's overused. But I will say, if we title this as anything, we could say it's the art of the comeback. And, and I, I, I think it's, um, from what I understand from people I'm talking to, some friends, old acquaintances have reached back out and then just people that we talk about, talk to in the better together heel squad community, you know, with the pandemic and everything else that's gone on. Um, there's a lot of people's lives who have just been ripped apart um, between it could be death, obviously with COVID or it could be um, illness Uh anxieties that could have crippled you to the point that you're incapacitated. Um, many people have lost their jobs <clears throat> or their careers or the world around them has changed. Um, 
but I think there's a lot of people out there that will understand, um, will resonate with what we'll talk about today, which is, you know, how do you, how do you come back from being decimated? You know, when your life is completely ripped from you. And again, it could be a divorce. There's a lot of that happening right now or a breakup. Um, it could be loss of your career, loss of your job. You could be canceled. Um, could be scandal with social media. And that can happen to anyone today. That, that You don't have to be a celebrity for that to happen. Uh, as we said before, a loved one could have passed on. But there's a lot of people that I think will understand that feeling of like, oh my God, my life is over. And um, I've been there. You know, I've been there a couple of times and, um, well, you know, probably the last time was a few decades ago and it was massive. And, uh, but as I reflect back uh, on the steps that I took instinctively to come back, I'd love to share them and um, even share ways where I could have done it a lot faster and you can uh, get there faster too. So I think, and if you're not, somebody who's dealing with this right now, then you may know someone who is. And usually when you deal with these people, they're just human zombies. I, I know I was one. Um, or they're looking for shortcuts just to kind of put it all back together and that won't work. So hopefully what we offer you today um, will be of some help in that. Um, so, the first thing it starts with your mindset you know um kev before we before we get jump please. into it go Kelsey. what like for you i guess because you were passionate oh, we about, have to talk about how i yeah crushed. no no i mean like you were passionate about talking about this which i love so i think the, like like what okay. really sparked your just from like hearing everyone's stories well, as well yeah just many many people reaching out yeah i have one friend uh female who um, had a public office, believe it or not, small local politics and um, DUI and just a series of unfortunate events and lost her position. More than likely, it doesn't appear like she'll be able to get it back. And then um, illness, MS set on and just a kind of a spiral. And um, so I think that was kind of a, the most recent thing that I've dealt with, but uh, you know, I don't know. I've just, I've just, I, I just see a lot of it, Kelsey today um, for, I know on, if you look on social media, you'll see someone on TikTok saying, oh my God, I was fired from my job. And now I became a TikTok star and making millions of dollars. Well, for every one of those people that I guarantee you there's, you know, thousands and thousands of others who have quite a different story to tell. Yeah. And I've just seen it. I don't know, Kelsey, I've seen it knock people off for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't have to be that way. And in fact, it can be, it can be way better. Your next chapter can be much, much infinitesimally better than what it was before. Um, but again, you have to make the choices and do things in the right way. But 
you know, if you don't follow that map, my experience, I've seen people just really, like I said, out for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years later. It doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. so I just, it, that's, you know, and like I said, I've been there. And uh, it was, uh, my goodness, took me probably, I don't know, 10 years yeah. to get back. And then um, probably even 10 years after that, to just some of the emotional trauma from it. And what I would love to see for people is so like, how do we, how do we get that down or like more like a year time, you know, and it, listen, if when you're talking about your whole life being decimated, and that's one of the things about mindset is you got to, this is going to be a marathon. This is not a sprint. So your, you know, people's first instinct, Kelsey, is when these things happen is, and they teach you actually this in screenwriting too, with your main character. It's the main character's world gets knocked out of whack in the first 10 minutes. And their first instinct is, okay, I'm just going to, how do I just patch it all back together? And then of course, that's not going to work. And it forces them to go on a journey. Right. But it's human nature. And so I see this a lot too, is the, is the people just want to, and I understand, they just want their old life back. And so they get very hung up on that. How do I get my old life back? And then now you start lamenting about, why don't I have my old life back? And I'll talk about that later. But why don't, why don't I have my old life back? And why doesn't mine look like everyone else's? Well, that's, yeah, look at everyone. And that's a whole other thing mm-hmm. too. So, so you know, um, but in this mindset, knowing that this is going to be a road back, this is not going to be a shortcut. And if it is a shortcut, it, it won't last and it won't work. And I see this happen. So let's say, and I've seen this many times, the, you think the person you think is your love of your life walks out on you. And then you do everything you can to get that person back. And let's say that door closed. They just then bring in another person to replace that person immediately. Right. You see that a lot. Yeah. 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 And in fact, the one person I'm talking, thinking about now. I'm thinking of something too. <laughs> 20 years ago, did the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was broken up with. Mm-hmm. By a girlfriend, girlfriend broke up with her, and then immediately, like, was devastated. But then just immediately found the most available person and said, "Okay, let's get, to, let's be together forever." And yeah. and so these are like, but again, these are things we all do, yep. and these are things you have to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think acceptance is a big thing. Um, you know, let like accept what's going on. Okay, that old life, that's decimated. That's that's gone. Okay, I accept it. But I'm also going to accept with that, just so you know, asterisks. A new life is coming that's going to be much better. And it will. And that brings me to the next thing is that Tony Robbins, life is happening for you, not to you. And um, you know, whether that's true or not, I happen to believe it is. Living by that mantra, keep trusting that, you know, because it it does feel, it will feel like um, when it rains, it pours, meaning usually when these things happen, Everything more bad things will happen. It's mm-hmm. going to feel like that. And it's going to be amplified. You've got to keep trusting that the universe has a plan and has you and something better is coming. But there's things you can do to screw that up. And we'll talk about that. Um, Ooh, I can't wait. I also, Kev... Well, I'll share it later, but I had, I've been listening to, I'm going to send this to you. I've been listening to this Wayne Dyer um, speech 
it's like hour and a half long. So I listen usually on my way home and on my way in or when I'm getting ready in the mornings. And ooh, this fits perfectly into what we're talking oh, about. Send it to he me. Is, yeah. I, you're I gonna, love him. Oh my gosh. He's amazing. And one of his he's main amazing. things he talks about is banishing the doubt. And we have to banish the doubt of what can be, right? So it's so hard mm. when you're in these places and you're so low. You're like, yeah. you're just all over. Yeah, no, no, you yeah. Know? It's just everything, everything looks bleak. And I and again, I get it, guys. I yeah. really do. And I wish I virtual hugs for everybody. Because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I've been there. But I think it's I so cool to talk like. about it because some we did like I think when you're in that place, you you often feel like, why, why me? It's just me, you mm-hmm. know. And oh, it's we'll not. get to that. Okay, and we I'm, will, I'm jumping your we will, and we'll answer why me. Yeah. Because that's something you do need to answer for. But, um, you know, and the other thing is like, as we now begin the rebuild, you know, I'm a big believer in hit singles, no swinging for the fences, no trying to hit grand slams, or again, trying to win it all back at once. No. Small little wins. And I mean, some of even the smallest wins. Um, and we'll get into some examples of that. So once we have this mindset down, I think the first thing you got to do is stabilize, get to safe ground. Now, for some people, that's moving back in with your parents, sleeping on friends' couches, moving into basements. Um, I've done it all. I've seen it all. Um, I've offered it all because, again, I'm very, very sensitive to this. But... um, Again, you got to get rid of your get pride, get ego out, and get uh, get that my old life, my old life. Stop comparing to the old life. We just have to get you to a stable foundation. And why? And as I'm going to tell you, all these things to do, it's going to be so we can free up all your energy and strength toward the healing, the recharging, and the comeback. Um, now, along with getting to this stable ground or stabilizing your life, getting to safer ground, you got to simplify. And and what does Maria Folio say? Simplify to amplify. That's right. So you want to downsize, declutter, um, sell whatever you need to. Um, And and if you can't sell stuff, just even give it away, get rid of it. And I mean, I'll not forget being, um, you know, my first stint in LA and being in an apartment and just, watching just like expensive chairs and couches like $300 $400 couches just all go out the door for like I'll give you 10 bucks for this like I just I had no choice I had no money no place to store it but I will say all that stuff was just going to get in the way of my focus toward my rebuild um Gabby Piccarelli how many was that to say Gabby Piccarelli also talked about it on um our show she did with us she was like you have no idea how little you actually need i yeah. mean think oh. about when you go on vacation right and minimalist you pack, minimalist you pack everything and end up wearing the same t-shirt so it's like you we really Kelsey, don't realize a side note your eight me. drawers here in connecticut do <laughs> you miss them. any of that toss stuff them. no no right it's so it's so true yeah um but here's the thing and i'm glad you brought that up because i know personally so many people who spend so much cheapest people too, by the way, and because their cheapness works against them, they're so cheap. They don't want to lose the kind of crap they have. So they go to more time, energy and trouble 
in storage fees. And I'm, I, you know how many people like left LA and stored garbage? Yes. And I'm like, you're by the time you're done paying for the storage, which you're more than likely not going to be back here, but even if you are, it won't be for a while. You could have all brand new awesome stuff for the amount of money you're going to pay in storage. Yikes. And I see it all the time. And I'm where I'm just like, just let go. Just let go. Um, when you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. It's funny, you know, we have a, a mutual friend of ours who, who her devastation came from a breakup with a guy. She'd been with a, a boyfriend since she was 14 years old, all through high school, uh, junior high and high school, moved out here together with like, we're both going to make it no matter what. And she totally had her boyfriend's back and, you know, um, kind of did the waiting tables or the, you know, hostessing jobs and things like that a while 
Um, he was an assistant in an agency and he ended up becoming a huge power agent. And something like 17 years later, he just was like, yeah, bye. And not only bye, but like, bye, bye. Like you, I don't even Nasty know. Nasty bye, yeah. It was even hard to get her closed. But what I loved about the way she did it is she did basically all of these steps. You know, she let stuff go. She simplified. She yeah. and and when I tell you, this person is like so killing it and evolved. Um, it was such an awakening it, for her. Yes. Yeah. But she didn't do. She could have done all the shortcuts mm-hmm. to keep right. that world alive or or build a new version of that world, and she resisted it. Um, she did a lot of stuff that we're going to go over today. Um, and I remember one of the things was she we we talked about her storage stuff and she was like, nah, screw it. All right. She's like, I'll do it for like a month or two. But the minute that if I know I'm not coming back, I'm like, I'm just going to give it away. And she did. Um, if you have to get storage, obviously then just do it, get the stuff in storage, get it away, get it out of your life. Um, you want to get as much out and away from your present life as possible, much as many distractions away from you as you can. You also, obviously, if you're, in that kind of devastation, you're probably going to want to minimize your bills. So that's why I always say, like, get back with your parents. No shame in that game, you know. And the only thing I say is wherever you stay with whoever you stay with, you'll have a responsibility there too. So when I had to go live in a basement of a friend's house, I made sure I renovated the house. I did maintenance. I did the, you know, I, and to a point that the, you know, this lady Nance, we used to call her Nance, she just, she never wanted me to leave, you know, it was wonderful. But I also gave back. And when I lived with my parents after college, it was the same thing. I, I did everything I could to help. So I think that's important. But again, it's for your foundation. Um, so outside of that, you're not having any other worries or stress. Yeah, so I think at that point, once you once you feel stabilized, Okay, um, you've got all the things out of your life that are going to just, well, you've got a lot of the material things out of your life that are going to distract you. Um, now, as I said earlier, you're going to need all the energy and strength you can to make this comeback. But more than likely, you probably, your body, your mind, your heart, and soul has been through the freaking ringer by this point. So you can spend some time sleeping and healing. Now, I don't mean like six months but a few weeks, maybe a month of licking your wounds and reflecting. And just now that you have that safe foundation, you know, I I know how bad it compromises your body. Everything, all the trauma, everything, the fear, the, the physical work, all of it, I know what it does. So it's a good idea if you can catch up on your sleep and get yourself strong. Um, so now we've got, Clearer ground and uh, a place of stability. So now let's move to, we start assessing. We start taking inventory. You know, what are some of the assets that we have in our lives? Contacts, friends, finances, all that stuff. Do you suggest um, writing it down, Kev? Like making a good, you know, list yeah. of it? Oh, yeah. On your phone, yeah, sure. you can keep it on there. So you mm-hmm. can always look back. I think so, yeah. I mean, again, it, for people that, um, let's say it was a loss of career, and I'll, I'll go back to that. Um, I've dealt with loss of love. That's hurt. I've dealt with loss of life. That's devastated me. And I've dealt with the loss of career. So I, I know a little about all of them. Um, but 
finding out what your new dream is or how this, how, what, what your new passion is. I mean, we'll, we'll get there. And that's part of the, part of the assessment. Um, this is a big one though. And, and, and as we assess, and this is what's really hard for people, you know, you got to ask yourself what in the assessment period, what role did you play in your demise? Ooh. And you got to be brave and you have to be honest here. Wow. Now, um, even if you're the victim of injustice, let's say, okay, and you can't directly blame you, you know, what did you not see to prevent this? You know, what could you have done? What could you have done differently, maybe? If anything at all. Um, if there's really nothing you could have done different, let's just say, and let's just say you were at no fault at all. And, and again, I think we're all responsible to a degree for a lot of the stuff that happens, unless it's a random accident or like a random death or something like that. Um, but we can ask ourselves you know, why we took it so hard, why we took it harder than other people. We can explore that. We can also look into where are we just falling short in general? Because now that we're at this base level, like you've taken everything from me, right? So I'm like at a clean slate. True. You're so the if there's any already. time to fix old problems, this is the time. You know, so, you know, in my case, um, I, at that time, couldn't see as much of my own fault, but I was aware enough to say, okay, this was kind of perpetrated on me by somebody else who was very jealous and just very, you know, really just had it up for me. But at the same time, I had asked myself, why? Did I align myself with this person? What was it about me? And I want to explore that. How do I not align myself with people like that in the future? And also then I ask, just ask myself, like, what are the things that I've just been screwing up in general? Because maybe this, this is karmic. Maybe this is karmic. Maybe there's things that I've done in my past that, you know, this is a coming back on me. I don't know. But there were things that... Uh, I knew I needed to change in my own life. I said, okay, I'm going to change. There was two things I was going to change. It's like, if I get into a new relationship, I'm really going to commit. I'm not going to make it my second priority where my career was my first priority. I'm going to really commit to it. And, um, you know, I, I think that I am going to, I'm going to give up any actions of, or acts of revenge in my life period. And this is, I don't know, 20 something years later. And I still, you know, I still have honored those two things and they didn't have much to do with what happened to me, but my life did get better. How so great, maybe there, like, maybe there are things in your own life that you you know, you just got to fix. This is the time to do it. Go ahead, Kelsey. I, I was going to say how great that you were aware of that. I think that like so often, I mean, most people we carry patterns and we often think it's like you're saying it's like the other person's fault and it's like well why do you keep attracting these same people yeah it's, that's the that's the tough part it's yeah. tough i've had a couple of those where i'm like oh my god it's me it's not them i'm attracting yes. this because i do x y and z but like yeah. it's taken this show it's taken you know a few things for me to realize that but like how great that you were able to realize that like when you were yeah, well, well, back then I didn't. Mm. I just said I'm going to commit to my next relationship, and yeah. no, I'm not going to be vengeful. I'm going to really just be 
about me, my path, and something bad happens to me, then they can just have their fun with me, but I'm not going to fight back. And that was actually a problem because I went to the extreme, but at the same time, it's something I needed to do. Then as I got older, then, you know, a decade later, I'm like, you know, I can see why I worked with the people I worked with. I can see why, where were my shortcomings, you know, but I offer this to you guys now as someone who's older and who's been through it. So you can do this more quickly. The problem is, is that most people do not have the strength or the courage to admit fault. So when you try to dance around this with them, and I get it, sometimes it's too early because they're in so much pain. That's what do you mean my fault? I'm the one who's suffering. I'm the one who's the victim here. They did this to me. They fired me randomly. They got, I know, I get it. But, you know, what you've got some responsibility here because that's how we're going to ascend and then make sure this never happens again. Um, you know, one of the things is the, the girl I know that got the DWI, like, you know, what never came up was like, you know, did you just call it a DWI? Yeah, as we call it in Boston. <laughs> I, was, I was like, um, what? I like that. A DWI. Carry on. But, but in this one with her, and I, and, and again, I'm learning, this is a separate conversation, obviously, but as far as my, how much I can help somebody, I can only help someone as much as they really want to be helped. The blind spot I still see in this person is never once is it like, you know what? I really got drunk. And, and, and this isn't the first time. There's been other incidents around drinking. And in a perfect world, it would have been, okay, I did this. I clearly have a problem. I've messed up my life, but I'm going to go 12th step or whatever. I'm going to get into some kind of treatment or I'm going to, you know, stop drinking, but have that admission and then start to rebuild from there. And as I'm trying to help the person, I have to really go easy because there's not that admission in it. I'm almost making my peace that, you know, the person probably won't make it back. It'll just be shortcuts, you know, Kickstarter accounts to get money and all that kind of stuff. And by the way, no knock on that. You, I'm not saying don't do that stuff if you've run into trouble, but I'm just saying it's just, it's that trying to have that quick road back when, you know, usually in my experience, it, it won't get you back. You know, it won't, it won't get you back there. Um, and it won't get you to a new and higher place. Um, you know, what are we consuming? And we talk about this all the time. And um, this is going along with in, on the subject of awareness. You know, what food we put in our bodies? Because food can sap energy and increase depression. Um, and I get it. And again, if you don't have money, I understand. But there are really cost-effective, healthy means to get by. You know, not super healthy. I get it. But um, you know, if you have to like eat at McDonald's, you can get the grilled chicken. And again, I understand it's not, don't anyone come at me in comments and tell me how unhealthy McDonald's, I get it. I'm talking to the person who's decimated and has no money, not only no money, no time because they're working they're so working. hard trying to exactly. get themselves back on their feet. But I will say, if you can have an awareness as to what food will do to you, it will sap your energy, you know, and make you more depressed or could go the other way, increase your energy. And at least 
have you not get deeper into the depression you've probably already feeling. Um, uh, this is a big one. Sedatives, alcohol, drugs, recreational drugs. Um, talked earlier about no shortcuts. And to me, it's not that this is a shortcut. This is actually something that just prolongs the purgatory. And this does not progress you. This is going to keep you where you're at. And I see a lot of people try to do, are doing this. And I get it. I get how much pain they're in. I understand. I understand the need and the want to do it. But the after effects, all of it, it's going to just keep you there. And then it's going to continue. It's going to incrementally just bring you down further and further. Now, I say recreational drugs. Some of you may need pharmaceuticals. And we'll talk about that too, about therapy, because that's an important part. You might need that. Um, I'm hoping it can be temporary. Some of you may have discovered that this problem is a recurrent problem because you needed to be on some kind of medication the rest of your life. That's fine too. But what I'm talking right now about recreational drugs. Um, then what are we being exposed to? And this is very important too. You know, what content are we watching? Are we watching the news, which is going to be all misery and stress and anxiety and it's never going to be like it, it's it's none of it's rarely is it ever going to be good for you um but even uh even the shows we're watching are they making us laugh are they making us you know feel a sense of triumph joy um if they're making us cry is it like is a good cry and you'll know the difference but um this is something to be mindful of because this will affect you. And all these things, it's like you already have it hard enough because you've had your world knocked out of whack. And really what we're trying to do is keep anything more from weighing you down. So you can have the strength to ascend past from where you were and beyond. Um, I think too, Kev, I want to add like the time you're watching it, right? It's like we just were chatting with Pooja about how on the show a couple weeks ago, how she was watching SVU before bed and then not mm -hmm. sleeping well. And it's like, OK, mm -hmm. if SVU is your, you know, therapy, you, you get one episode a day. Maybe let's change the time of when we're watching yeah. it, because yeah. that's not ha helping you or adding any sort of positivity, you know, so be on the treadmill. Right. Exactly. As you're working it off. Yeah, no. Uh, yes. But again, that's, that comes in with that awareness. Right. Right. And that acute awareness. And, um, and it's funny, we, the one of the things that I find on better together is we'll interview all these super successful healers, entrepreneurs, artists, whatever. And the one thing I always tell Kelsey that they have, and, and, and we don't, or I'll speak for myself. I didn't, but I'm trying to get, is more awareness. All these people are acutely aware of all the things I talked about and they're very present. You know, that's the difference. That's Massively. what I see is one of the differences. Um, social media, get off it. Unless you need it for business, get off it, get off it. You don't need to be going back to Kelsey's thing. You don't need to be seeing other people who are doing better than you to make you upset. Um, but then- And if you have to be on it, Follow people who make you feel good. Follow people that are going to like, you know, push you to succeed. Right. It's like, don't follow people who every time and, yeah, you look and as long at as that it, makes you feel, but as long as that makes you feel good. Right. If you're not looking at them saying, well, they have it all figured out and I don't. Right. And I feel and bad be about honest myself. With yourself. Yeah. All that stuff. I'll tell you, um, 
and we're jumping around a little bit here, but I remember one time in the middle of all this, we went down to the beach and people were surfing. And I've told you this before, mm -hmm. maybe Kelsey. And Maria, of course, being Maria, hopped on a surfboard and immediately was just surfing away. And they said, oh, does your boyfriend want to do it? And she said, no. And, uh, and then they came up and pushed me and pushed me. And I was like, no, no, I just, I don't. And I, and then he's like, oh, come on, I'll just, you'll be fine. And I said, Maria, and I, I said, listen, right now, I feel like such a failure. I'm so broken that the last thing you need to do is get on that surfboard and flip and fall over and not be able to surf. How's that going to make me feel? Is that going to help me? No. Nope. I'm like, that's... So I did Only it, and I encourage people to. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't have little victories. I, I'll, I'll never forget a big victory for me from when I, I moved back to L.A. after I had lost everything, went bankrupt. Um, you know, went from, I was head writer of a network, and I, like, went to being a PA in my 30s and, like, an extra on a soap opera. But um, I remember having to pass my... They made me retake my driver's test, I think, or my, oh, it was my motorcycle license, which I always have. You know, I've had one since I was 18. And um, it would have been years since I'd taken a test for one. And I'll never forget, like, studying it there on the spot, taking the test and passing. And when I tell you the sense of victory I felt at that time, that was just like a little single. And it was a little moment of like, okay, I can do this. So. When we can get little victories, we take them. But anything else that's going to knock us off our game, just don't. Don't do it. You don't need it. You're already, you've already been through enough. It's a very delicate time for you. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. Kelsey is so great at making sure she responds to all of you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as 10 dollars a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you. Um, but about the social media stuff, you know, it's funny, like the, the mob always has the term lay low. Have you ever heard about no. laying low? Kelsey? Lay low. Yeah, the mob's always like, <laughs> when the heat's on, it's like, you need to lay low. Like lay low. Like don't don't Makes be out there sense. making deals or bad. Just just stay under the radar, you know. Anyway. Hilarious. But I used to always say with me, you know, like at that time I just laid low. Now it was before social media, but I just totally laid low. And um and I remember Maria saying, Why? What's why so you won't go to red carpet, you won't be photographed. I'm like, because you can't kill a ghost. Oh my gosh. You can't hurt a ghost. Can't hurt a ghost. And again, if you're in a delicate state, right, the last thing you need is to be taking shots from anybody or anything, even any negative energy out there that's jealous or dark or whatever. Just no. Again, all energy into you and into what is your next step in those plans. Um, Toxic family and friends, they got to go too. You know, uh, people that are not team you, team comeback, gotta go, gotta be distance. Um, and that's a hard one, I know. And sometimes maybe the people that you're staying with, if it is your parents, you might have to live with a little them shaming you a little bit or dinging you up a little bit and know that most of the time they're just afraid because they want to see you in a better place. Um, so sometimes they don't come off in the best way. But you have to deal with that. But that's why, again, if you minimize everything else that I'm talking about here, you'll you'll have enough reserve to deal with that. Uh, what's going to talk about? If okay, let's talk about if someone or some place did have a hand in your demise. Let's say it was a place you worked, right? That really did you dirty. Maybe there's a person in your life. That really did you dirty, you know. Um, I don't know, someone who stole your wife or your 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 husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't know. Um, whoever had the hand in this demise or whatever did, get uh I can't say enough, get as much distance from them as possible. Um, even mutual acquaintances, you have to distance from them too. They should not have any proximity to you anymore, nor should you should you to them. Um, you know, first, first reason is if they did what you think they did to you and they really did intend to wish you harm or knock you out or whatever the case was, um, you're gonna be giving them more access to do to 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 do so, to do that, to keep doing that to you. And then you say, so why would they want to do that? I'm already decimated. Well, most people do this are narcissists and they literally can't live unless you're like six feet under. And even when you're six feet under, they still carry it like, but, but, but then again, why, you know, well, um, if they did what you think they did, right. Then they're going to be more motivated than ever to not see you come back because if you come back, in their brain, first order of business is going to be to take them out, 
for what they did to you or make them pay in some way. So they're triply motivated to basically, like they would say in sports, step on your neck. Person's on the ground, step on your neck and kill you. Again, just got to get away. And any mutual parties that are friends with these people, well, they that's what they chose. And then if there's times where I know there's unfortunate realities where you can't always do that. I think there's just ways to just, there's still ways to distance without everyone knowing you're distancing, you know? Um, yeah, I agree. Cause I feel like sometimes, especially as ladies are scared of, you know, hurting others or we want to people please or this or that. And I think you're right, Kev, do you have any yeah. suggestions on how we can like distance, you know, gracefully? I think, I think you just, you, 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 you give a partial truth, which is, you know, right now I just have to focus on me. I'm really just so devastated by all of this, by what's happened. And it's like, it's just, it's enough just to get out of bed today. And that's it, but love you and wish you well and mean it. Yeah, it's perfect. But I think, yeah, because you also don't want to be, this is what sucks is if these people who did this are devious enough to do what they did. The last thing you want them to know is that you know. So in other words, you tell the mutual friend, hey, listen, you're friends with with Jeff. And you know, Jeff, Jeff did me dirty. So I really have to keep my distance from you. Well, that person immediately reports back to Jeff. And now Jeff, in Jeff's psychotic brain, goes, oh, she, you know, she's out there trying to trash me. And now Jeff's going to continue to freaking terrorize you. Sidebar, Jeff Scam did not do me dirty. We Jeff, Jeff Graham scam. did not, but wanted to, <laughs> but I stopped it. That's right. Exactly. Um, shout out to Jeff Graham, shout a.k.a. Out. Jeff Scam. Exactly. Former producer of Better Together. <laughs> um, third, uh, the, the other thing to remember, like, that the reason why you cut proximity to these people and the people around these people is um, because it's in the past. And giving them thought, or any of those people thought is really taking that precious focus away from the present and getting back to where you need to be. And again, you need all that energy and strength to get there. Um, so I think that's a, that's a, that's a big one. And I empathize and I understand what it's like to, uh, and to, and to want to live in hatred and anger and resentment and bitterness and have thoughts of revenge. And a lot of women that may have those thoughts, they don't act on them. This is my experience, um, which I think is a good thing. But just know that you're not doing anything for yourself to get out of your situation. And you're really adding more to them. And you're staying in that place. You're staying in that broken space. Um, so I always say, go to go to gratitude for what you do have to try to get out of it and go to empathy, which again, when these wounds are fresh, this is the hardest thing to do is to have gratitude because you're like, gratitude for what? My life was destroyed. Empathy for who? The person that did this to me? But the more you can think about where they came from and their insecurities, their fears, the more at least you can understand why they did it. Not saying it's right, but it will help. And I think that's the minimal. You got to get right back to you and making yourself better. Um, and now let's get to the fun stuff, which is like, what is your new purpose? What is your new dream? By the way, yes. it, it might be a variation of that old dream. 
if that so for example I, you know i don't want to give away too much but with this person with the local politics i was like okay great okay that door's closed fine is anything bigger right now in our world than in america than politics it's trumped entertainment it's trumped everything okay there's not been a generation maybe since the 60s but even beyond i don't think there's been a generation since probably world war ii that has cared more about politics than millennials and gen z okay so how many of those parties are going to want to be more involved with politics perhaps run for local office national office you look at o oac how many young men and women are saying i want to be her minorities or whatever going i i want to be here i she was a bartender and look at her now i can be that person yeah, right aoc yeah so aoc right mm -hmm. so i said to my friend um hello where's your where's the book on how to set up a campaign for local Ooh, politics and when you're so and she's like good. oh my god you're right i totally know that i'm like where's your master class on that let's go mm -hmm. cut the shit with the 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 pity party and the shortcuts and the okay like roll the sleeves up and get to it because she's at a safe stable foundation now um but when we you start looking at your life like what is this new dream okay what is the purpose now we better together has great shows on this i thought dave keckner of all people you know great comedic actor you know, he he goes out to nature and he just sits and he asks questions of the universe and he and he he listens to his body and he's like, and I hear it in my knees <laughs> of all things. Yeah. But I think that if you can get to quiet and you can start asking yourself, you know, what is it? And I think when we we're when as we're in this assessment phase still, what makes your heart sing? Like when next time you find yourself in a good mood, like, oh my God, I'm in a real good mood. Even though like I, my whole life, you're going to have those moments. Pause. You know, obviously enjoy the mood. Okay. Cause you do that, but take that pause and say, wait, what, what did I, what did I eat today? Wh who did I speak to on the phone? What did I do? You know, I just, the other day I realized last couple of mornings have been hard. Because, uh, you know, I'm in the middle of a renovation and um, rebuilding my new foundation for a new normal, I, you know, um, as this, this new world with the pandemic and um, you know, Hollywood really having a facelift. I'm trying to figure things out, too. And it wears on me. But the last couple of mornings, I was as the I woke up not feeling so good physically, kind of beat up and tired, and then starting to feel hopeless, like this job's never going to get done. You know, I don't even know where I want to live. Like, what is the point of, you know, I'm just, I'm starting to have that like spiral. But later in those, the last couple of days, I felt better. But I had, because of Maria's show, I took a pause and said, wait, 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 what, what did I do? Well, one, both mornings, it was I accomplished these like little tasks. I think one might have been, I don't know. You like painted, painted one a, morning, yeah. I painted a closet. I painted like a pantry we have. You painted really... the um, the door downstairs in the safe. That's right. Another mm -hmm. day I did that. Like just, it took me guys all of 15 minutes, but I'm like, 
wow, that looks really nice. And even when I walk by it now, it's like I, I, this door that was all like jacked and gross that when I go down to the basement and get tools or whatever, it was just, it just bothered me. Now I see, I go, oh, but my point is I now I'm assessing, okay, what is it now? Why am I feeling good right now? And why am I not? Why am I not feeling good? And I, again, just to be candid with you guys, I'm at an age where I'm so sensitive that on nights that I drink or anything, vape, or if there's any other like foreign substance I put in my body, it may feel good in the moment. The next day, I am really down in the dumps. I'm tired. I'm depressed. I'm negative. So when you start assessing what's going on, this is going to help you. But when, so when you're, but let's go to the positive. When you are feeling good, what, what made me feel good? What made, gave my heart joy? Okay. How can I have this every day in my work? And then we write down, when we go back to our, our list of assets, okay, what are my skill sets I have? What are the contacts I have? How can this apply to today? And there's a whole lot of discussion on how to build a new business or whatever, but getting closer to finding the things you love that make your heart sing um, is going to help you. And then getting there is having that awareness and taking that time and those pauses. Um, I think no matter what happens, try to move during the day if you can could just be walking um doesn't have to be crazy exercise but movement 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 just a, just a, again along with what you're consuming if you're putting bad food in your body and you're just sitting around you're only going to exacerbate this movement so you have to move sunshine but sunshine uh, thank you kelsey because i was going to say nature plays mm -hmm. a big part in this sunshine Listen, in, in summer months or warmer weather, if you can get your feet in grass or in sand, there's just something very grounding about that stuff. But honestly, take the time, if you can, once a week to hike or do something, you know, be moving every day, but something involved in nature, if you can, once a week, great. And then when you are in those moments and you're sitting there, don't do what I would do. It's because I would sit there and think of... <laughs> How bad my life got. No. Everything I lost. Well, this is what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. being honest with you when I was younger. Or what I'm not going to have in the future. Or how am I going to do this? And how I... No. Stay present. Stay present. Okay? Because during this whole process, you're always going to want to time travel. Mental time travel. So you're either going to want to go back in time and beat yourself up for the mistakes you made. Or hate the people that did you wrong. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to future time travel and say, and think of all things you're not going to have, or you're stressed about all anxiety you have that over what's coming down the pike. Stay present. So um, I w went online, learned a couple of techniques to do so. Um, there's, there's people who've actually... Um, been able to work on the mental chatter and the mental time travel to the point that they can create new habits in their brain. So a lot of us, it's the habit we have. We, we just go back in time and we, we start blaming ourselves or we go forward and we start having anxiety, but um, you can actually reset your brain over time to not behave that way. And there's techniques to do it. So one of the things, if you find yourself doing that, um, wherever your surroundings are, Try to do something that brings you back to the present. Inhale. So you breath. 
what do I smell? Oh, I smell the cold fall there. I smell this and I smell that, you know, uh, or you look at the trees, look at the, oh, wow, God, nature's so beautiful. I can't believe like the leaves fall and then they come back or, um, I know there's other people we've talked about that rub their hands together, right? Now that's more of a stress. It's havening, Mm -hmm. right? That's a stress reliever, right? But I actually think that stuff can bring you back to the present, you know, where you just touch yourself. If you're in line at a coffee shop, you know, it's like, I don't know, looking around on the menu, looking at, just try to be in that moment. If you're driving your car, just enjoy the song on the radio or the podcast you're listening to. Or whatever, just be like, no, I'm going and just keep physically resetting yourself. And then over time, this will become a habit. I have to share but the one bottom hack, line. Is, oh, go ahead. No, finish your sentence. But the bottom line is the mental, the time travel forward and back yeah. is it's going to keep you in that bad state. And it's even going to make you worse. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. The other day, I literally physically went outside and hugged the palm trees out front of oh. in front of my house. <laughs> And it was the most therapeutic. And I don't know why I did it. I was just kind of like walking down the street. So Kelsey. And I literally. But I love it. It made me feel so good. It made me, it like brought me uh, back to the present. It reset you. It yeah, reset, reset me. Because I was like kind yes. of stressed. And I like leaned on the palm tree. And I just held the palm tree. And I was like, holy cow. And I've heard that before. We've had, I don't remember who talked about it. But someone talked about hugging trees. And I was like, I'm going to do it. It, I, it was I amazing. Like it was amazing. So, I like that. Little tidbit, you um, guys. Whatever you can find out what your dream is, whatever you find out, listen, um, or your career, whatever it's going to be, or your new life, everything you do in your day, now, along with everything I said to you, must somehow serve that dream. With only one exception, the health and well-being of your loved ones and yourself. So obviously someone's dying or really sick, or need you, you're there. If you're in that condition, you need to be there for yourself, obviously. But outside of that, everything should go go be focused on that, whatever the new dream is. Um, Even like, Kev, I, Kev, you helped me with this. Like, if I were, you know, I was buying clothes, you're like, okay, if you're going to get a new shirt or whatever, is it going to look good on the show is it you know, like thinking mm-hmm. those in those terms and i'm like Everything. you're right i don't need another t-shirt but like oh this you know blue will look nice on the show so it's like that helped me with my consuming at least because mm-hmm. i'm like is this going towards you know my goal or is this just crap yeah <laughs> no know? i'm glad yeah because because listen consumerism of any kind we talked about consuming drugs or bad food but just consuming merchandise does give you that high, that dopamine high. But again, it's not, it's all um, band-aids. And in fact, it's worse than band-aids. It's a heroin shot. So it'll make you feel good in the moment, but then it, you're going to crash. And, and then you're going to need more heroin to feel better. And then you're going to crash even harder. So when you, when you think it's just buying things. So that can't be the way either. Um, I think getting into therapy, if you can afford it, if you can't, then... I w- you can look online for self-help and different things like that. In Talkspace, um, you guys use our um, one of our sponsors. We've oh, talked about it on the show. Yeah, Talkspace, mm. you put in the code BETTER, get 100 bucks off. So basically, it's like a free week. You go, it's really great. It's really nice. So look into Talkspace. Um, it's, little, it's more affordable. And 
Yeah, I mean, I because they can the the, the the therapist can help you in the present to stay strong throughout this, but then also visit some things in your past and some blind spots that you had that you know either helped with the decimation, helped your decimation happen, or maybe didn't give you the tools to be resilient uh, uh, against what happened. Um, this is a hard one if you can you really and it's cliche, but try and divorce from the results and just embrace the journey. Um, there really is something freeing when everything's wiped out in your life. There really is. I know it sounds crazy, but there is something about, hey, you know, starting I can, fresh. I can start fresh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and there's obviously that's a Cliff Notes guide. Um, I know how hard it is, though. I've, I've been through it. And uh, I will say this probably in last thing I'll say, then Kelsey and I will talk a little more. But you also will have a lot of guardian angels that will be with you, both in spirit, but then actually in real life. And um, for those guardian angels who appear to you, you must remember them. And I can't tell you how many guardian angels that I had. And two decades later, no matter what situation I'm in, Kelsey, no matter how much or how little I have, I'm always there for them. Wow. And anytime like new people have tried to come in my life and be like, oh, how come you bother with that one? Like, nope. Mm. No. Yeah. They were there yeah. when I had nothing. And then I think it's important to be there for others that once you've been through it, it's to be there for other people who've been in that spot. Uh, and I think that that really helps um, pay it forward. You know, I, I really do. But I think it's you, you. I think that a lot of people kind of forget those amazing helping hands they got along the way. And um, I don't know my life experience. You know, I remember a, a really good friend and mentor of mine had said to me, you know, during my like decimation that, you know, hey, the person came into your life to steal all the flowers from your garden, but really they left with all the weeds. So all the, wow. the work and the people they took out of your life, that if they were able to take them that easy. They were weeds. They were not flowers. Wow. wow. And you know what? It was all true. And it continues to, in, in when I've had new stumbles and now I've, fortunately, I don't think I'll ever have a decimation like that again, knock on wood. <laughs> because I've done the work that I've outlined here, but I've had some stumbles and it's all gone the same way, which is the people who did the dirty work. They just, they just, all they did was get the weeds. And then when the weeds come out of your garden, guess what? New, beautiful flowers grow. Makes room for the new, beautiful ones. It really does. And yeah. again, I know all this stuff sounds cliche guys, but I am telling you, if you stay the course, you don't cut corners, you don't cheat. And you also don't engage in immoral behavior because uh, that's going to sidetrack you. That's going to prolong um, positive results. Even if you get them in the short run, I'm convinced of it. I really do. I think, um, yeah, and I think the, actually the last thing, what I should say is be aware that when you come out of this and you will, that the universe will play with you a little bit tempt you, you know, test you, 
to see if you're really ready to transform into your new life. Because I can't tell you how many times then the old boss calls or you get a job, you get a job offer back in that same place, or it's the ex who dumped you comes back. Or, you know, it's these little knocks you get on the door and there's no judgment in you going back to the ex or going back to the old job. No, no judgment at all, but it means you really weren't ready to transform yet. And you may never be not in this lifetime. So just be aware. And when it happens, you know, you may go be tempted first. You may go, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. This is my little test. Well, universe, I think I'm ready to keep going in my new life and keep growing in my new way or whatever. But no judgment because you may not be ready. You know, you may, you may not be ready, but that will happen. Yeah. Hey, Kelsey, that is, that is, uh, yeah, like I said, the uh, sparky notes to, um, to surviving um decimation life tragedies um i think that was great kev yeah i mean i think just super helpful i think the last thing i would add and what you're saying is also just know you're not alone right like we said at the beginning you're not alone a lot of people feel like they are but keep reaching out um because i think the nice some of the nice things about the internet is you can find one i mean like I just, I don't know. I just always say we, we just keep rocking lower and higher as human beings. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. every generation gets higher and higher in so many ways, lower in other ways, every in the internet, like, yeah, totally rocks low toxicity, violence, anger, psychotic. Like, And yet when we've seen people have been in crisis, suicidal, whatever, then we rock high, like the higher vibrating people come up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to hear my other lesson from Wayne that you, yes, you're going to love please. that I learned this morning that fits into all this. You guys have heard it a million times, but I just loved it. That as you think, so shall you be. Our thoughts define who we are, shape the life we live, and inspire the dreams we dream. Okay, so, so how does that apply to this? I will tell you. You know, my first answer when decimated, right? So ask that question again. Who we, what is, what's Wayne Dyer's question? So he said, as you think, so you shall be. Our thoughts define who we are, shape the life we live, and inspire the dreams we dream. So as you think who you will be. So when you're really down and out, you're going to think you're shit or the world is shit. Right. So, and that's normal. So you have to... That's what I'm saying. Trust that this is a journey. This, these are lessons you needed to learn, and why you needed to learn them has not yet been revealed to you. And I think uh, when it comes to looking at your taking ownership of any responsibility you had with your 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 demise, um, again with a grain of salt, just enough of it to say, okay, what do I improve upon? But not enough to say, yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm an asshole. I'm a jerk. I'm a failure. No, yeah. no, we, you know, I, I said it before, but Clint Eastwood had a great quote. He was critical like, for his movies in the eighties. And they said, you know, those were just so extreme and violent and this and that. And he's like, do you regret them? And he said, no, because in life you can only do 
your best with the tools and the knowledge you have and experiences you have at the time. And so when I think of when I fell short in business or in life, like I, I have come to that place, like, well, I didn't have that knowledge. I did not have that experience. I did not have that at the time, the emotional strength. I didn't have it. And when we know better, now I do. we yeah. do better. That's it. Mm-hmm. So now you have it. Now you apply it to your yeah. new thing. The mental violence um, does not. And no one is And listen, nobody plays a perfect game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, all the greats will tell you about their thousand fails before their one success. And again, we just go cliche, true, so true. And getting being blessed enough to work in the business I work in and to be around the people, the great creators, man, you see all the blind spots getting there, all the shortcomings. And, um, you know, you will have to kiss a lot of frogs to get to your princes and princesses. Mm-hmm. You will have to kiss a lot of them. And this is something I have to continually educate people on our team about, Kelsey. Kiss well, they'll, com- they'll, they'll, they'll complain. Well, they'll complain about, let's say, a hire we had in the past or someone we worked with. And I'll say, but we needed that person to get to and appreciate the new person. The new person, I wouldn't have known. I didn't know 10 years ago. <laughs> like, and if you see other people who are super successful, on the outside, it all looks like it was a layup. But no, everybody went through the, 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 the differences, the resilience, not giving up in the awareness. Because you can keep getting back up off your horse. And by the way, guys, that was me. I will say that about myself. Just always got back up. Get back up and fight. But it was more like just get knocked down, get back up and fight. Knock down, get back up and fight. Whereas get knocked down, lick your wounds, regain your strength, study the other side of the ring, how they're coming at you, study your own moves. What do you need to improve upon? Then go back in. And so you have to have resilience, but it's resilience plus uh, awareness and then the work and sacrifice, you know, but you got to be resilient. And in the, in the, the marathon of things, I'm very confident if you follow these um, these steps, things will get better for you. And uh, please, if you have stories in the co- in the comment section on YouTube, we'd love to hear them because I think people do need to be inspired. And by the way, um, disagree with me all you want what I said, but bring me better. You know, because I always say like I everyone has a different map to healing or success, and it doesn't mean one's right or wrong. I'm just open to all of them. So if you have other techniques about, you know, um, getting yourself out of a really dark situation, I would love to hear it. Uh, or if you've done it successfully, I would love to hear that as well. Uh, and so would Kelsey and a lot of our fans. Heck so. yeah. And I think like if any of these spoke to you too, like share that, share if there's any, you know, I leaned into, you know, this step that Kev said or this or that, like we love to hear mm-hmm. all, like all of it. Yeah. So, and thank you, Kev. I think those were really really and um and you can always find things. me mm-hmm. you can always find me through better at better together with maria or even my my dm i'll someone will look at my dms on instagram periodically um but uh if you have questions or you know if there's steps that i can give you but um yeah just hold on and i know it's hard and by the way you may be medicating or you know cutting all the corners right now that, that's okay it's okay but we can now start to, you know, thwart that. We can start to 
pivot from that um, and take a and take a better path. But uh, and I think with um, holidays coming around, I think it's a I think it's a, it's always a perfect time. I always look for milestones to transform, and you know you've got the new year coming, so it's a good milestone to say okay. And and instead of like okay, I'm going to start New Year's Day. No, like you can start now so that we can maybe hit the ground running. Like maybe now it's just stabilizing, and and gathering our data and exactly. our awareness. The data. Mm-hmm. And then you know, come January, we're gonna we're gonna begin anew. Anyway, so much love and empathy and compassion to anyone who's uh, whose life's who feels as though their legs have been cut out from them. And uh, just know that we're here for you, and I'm certainly here for you. And uh, and um, I've been there, and I've been back, and uh, and so can you. So, anyway, Kelsey, we what is Maria say when oh she my ends gosh. this one? Woo! This is like a throwback to our good old times, Kev. Um, we say, be nice people, make good choices, subscribe on YouTube, join us on Patreon, and be present. And one more thing. What? Be a queen. Well, I think that's, listen to listen, RGF. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. And listen to Regular Guy Friday when we don't have to be as intense and as serious, and we don't have video, so we can talk about other things, you know, that are much more important. What? Regular, right? What? what? Anyway, yes, Thanks, and of guys. course, stay a queen. But hello, we're all queens. We're all queens. K W E E N Z. That was your lower third today. So I hope you guys all got a nice little smile out of that. Kelsey, <laughs> I miss you. I love you. Miss you too. And um, in six months from now, I'm sure I'll see you oh, again. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I really do think that I, I've passed on to another life and this is my purgatory. I can't with you. It's Just like the Sopranos. Back. Yeah, I think I died. And I'm, yeah, this in the one of the Sopranos, the father was in an Irish bar and it's, he was like an Italian mobster. And every night he went to the Irish bar and they played Irish music and he lost the card game every single night. For me, it's just getting up and just being surrounded by woods and every yeah, single and day. cement and tile. And yeah, it, yeah. LA's so. ready for you. Winnie's ready for you. Yeah, I guess unless I passed on, which yeah, yeah. maybe I have. And I'm coming to you guys from another dimension. Well, that would be cool. Right. You heard it here first, you guys. Yeah. Hello. Uh, by the way, I will totally get a small service in the new dimension, Kelsey. No worries. All the heel squad. You. Yep. All the I heel squad. Kev's got us. Thanks, Kev. Bye, B. Bye, Bs. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.